exactly what we be getting frustrated about. Hey. Exactly. Niggas always think shit is about them. Love, Pierce. Love, Pierce. <laughs> I hate that people don't respect personal space. Personal space. Like, it's mainly niggas. Let me just be real. Niggas is the most frustrating shit. When you be on your period, everything about them be frustrating. The little shit can bother me too. Like if I'm on my period now, I'm already not in the mood and I go outside and a mosquito bite me, then mosquitoes gonna be fucking Oh my god. Okay, so I wanna introduce my guest. We went to Columbia University together. Yes, <laughs> I went to Columbia. Um, and that's where we got our social work degrees, our masters, by the way. But anyways, like, I, I want him on this show because, one, he he grind all the time. All the time. I call him. He always has a new job. He always doing something. He always on the road. Like, inspiration, first of all, right? And then he also has a daughter. And she's around this puberty age. And I want to get his insight as a man, how he feels about feminine hygiene. So, yes, Joe. How y'all doing? Um, <clears throat> so, I'm Joe Williams. A lot Ashton tell you is that um, I'm from Brooklyn, New York, born and raised. I'm from the mm-hmm. projects. Um, Brownsville grew up in East New York. Mm-hmm. Um, we graduated in 2015 with our master's from Columbia University School of Social Work, and I'm literally from the projects and in the in the, in the hood of it all, you know. And I have a daughter in all of this, and me being absent for the first ten, almost eleven years of her life, um, because I was away in prison. I served 11 years on a 13-year sentence for armed robbery. And um, when I was arrested in 2003, her mother was three months pregnant with her. Wow. I don't think I don't think we ever talked about that. No, nah, we never did. Yeah. Three months. Like, so what was happening when you found out that she was pregnant? Um, I found myself on the inside and... That's when you learned that she was pregnant? You was already inside? Well, I think... No, it was like right before I went in. Oh, okay. Right before I went in. But it was this idea of, would she keep it? Would she not keep it? So it didn't really sit with me that I was going to have a child. Oh. What? Okay, why though? Like, what? Y'all was going through something? I mean, at the time, my daughter's mother and I were... We were both young, um... I was living a life of crime, you know. She was looking for more. She already had a daughter who was 11 years old at the time. Okay. And we were living together upstate New York when I committed the crime that sent me away, you know. So, although I knew she was pregnant, it really didn't sit with me that she was going to fully carry this baby until I was on the inside. Okay. So then... What was the relationship like while you was inside? Like, did you still have contact with your daughter a lot? I mean, I I did through my mother, um, through my daughter's mother. I would, I would call. I would be able to speak to her, or she would hear my voice. My mother would bring her up, you know, often. So I get, I got to see her grow. The first time I ever fed her was on a visit, you know, and my mother brought her up to me, Aww. and I was able to hold her and feed her. And 
through our relationship, we really blossomed the relationship while I was on the inside, even to the extent of I used to write my daughter's teacher every year that she went to a new grade. Mm-hmm. In the beginning of the year, I would write a letter. I would have my mother or her mother get me the name, the address of the school, and, like, who's the teacher. Mm-hmm. And I would start the year by writing the, let- uh, writing the teacher a letter, mm-hmm. letting the teacher know Although I am physically absent, I am not an absentee father. I am here in my daughter's life. And mm-hmm. my, I used to send my daughter uh, edible arrangements at schools, you know, and she would love them. So our relationship, it grew and it blossomed through my mother, but even while I was on the inside. See, okay. So I think that's important to say because as long as people have support, and I guess sometimes it's hard to realize it, like the way people live that, Sometimes they don't realize who they have around them and or whatever their resources are. But you were really resourceful in these times. Like you thought to reach out to the teachers and to do all these things. And I think that's just a good example for other people in these situations. Like you don't have to be all the way checked out just because you're physically not there. Like True. that's like really important to know. Especially in, in and it didn't even take you having a relationship with the mom. Like you were doing this with your mom and right i mean her, her mother as well like I'm, I'm not gonna exclude her in it um although we had a uh <laughs> that face we had a we <laughs> we had a weird relationship you know my daughter's mother and i um but she never neglected me from seeing my daughter she never posed a roadblock not you know, one that would be um, detrimental, so to speak, to okay. my relationship Obviously with my daughter. Obviously not, because you have a great relationship with her. Yeah, that's my butterfly princess. She lives princess. with you now, right? She lives with me now. Yeah, yeah my, my butterfly princess. If if So it's been four years that I've been home. Mm-hmm. And I came home from work um, August 30th just recently. And I think I put it on Facebook Live. I came home and I found my daughter had wrote me a letter as well as my wife and, and my infant son, a year, year and a half. It was a letter from him, too, to me. Um, and she had baked me some, some cupcakes. Mm-hmm. And I read everybody's letter, and then I, like, read my daughter's letter last because hers had some pictures in it. And on the letter, she wrote instructions like, Daddy, don't open this until, or don't look at the pictures until oh, after you read the letter. She's so thoughtful. So, so. <laughs> what were the pictures of? It was different snapshots of um, me seeing her while I was away, while I was away, and her being up on a visit. And I posted it on Facebook Live. I, I'm I'm bugging. I forgot to bring the actual letter because I, I always keep it with me with the pictures. Mm-hmm. But in the letter, she wrote about her experience and how proud of me she was. While I was away, he was crying. and what he was I had crying. the ugly face crying, <laughs> you know, it ain't, it ain't the it ain't the cry like the you know you cry and you like the stoic you know the nah. tears and nah I had this the ugly mean. face cry. <laughs> <laughs> and he was on Facebook Live. Nah, that. nah, not with oh, that. I reread it. Nah, <laughs> see, dude, I, I asked her permission afterwards. Mm-hmm. Like I was retelling it, mm-hmm. but I read the letter on Facebook Live. You know what I mean? And it was, it was in inspiring for me to have my daughter tell me how proud of me she was with the accomplishments that I made while I was home, since I've been home, you know, going to Columbia, struggling through what we went through, you know what I mean? Like graduating. And then the other stuff that you had to struggle more than us, 
because of that whole situation with the internship and your oh, background getting oh, in the way. Like, these, these, like, you do... This is why you're really inspiring to me. Like, all the stuff that you do already, and then you have this thing that is a roadblock, and you still... Like, I be struggling. I'm like, why am I struggling? <laughs> like, uh. I'm like, there's people that have other things that they have to, like, hurdle over to get these opportunities. Like, like that. Like, I don't know if you want to nah. talk about it, but... I mean, it is... It's constantly frustrating to, despite all my accomplishments, when I fill out a form or apply for a position and then it gets to the point where it's like, all right, well, through my interview with you, it's cool, but now I got to push it through the system. Mm -hmm. And in pushing my name and my application and my background through the system, it comes up with a flag of, whoa, you got to prove yourself 10 times as much. Despite the fact that you do have something from Columbia State that, you know, you, you've went above and beyond and what license. was expected to you. And then on top of, but even getting my license was like, that was a, a roadblock where. Wait, to get it? Yeah, what? they put me through it. Like, I, they took me like almost seven months after I applied to get my license. When did you apply? Because you got yours quicker than anybody yeah, I know. I applied like right the day after we graduated. Oh. Like I was, yeah, I ain't playing games with these people. I was like, "Mm -mm, I need a break. (laughs) I mean, already as a people, you know, we, we, we behind the eight ball, so to speak as a people. And then on top of that, when you look at my jacket, like anytime you got to apply for something, it's, it's that question. Have you ever been incarcerated? You know what I mean? And then like some questions be like, have you ever been convicted of a crime in the last seven years? I'm checking. No. It's true. Word up. <laughs> that true. shit was over like, a decade yeah, ago. <laughs> like, you ain't going to get me. <laughs> but, you know, for those that do the, the extensive background check for licensure, for getting my elements well, stuff. what does that have to do with licensure? Because like, it's just the system. It's that they ask that question of good moral character. Oh. Now, that wording is tricky. If you look at the five criteria for getting your LMSW, it's oh, I do remember the that one shit. I them, was like, why are you asking me this? Yeah, the one of them is you have to, are you of good moral character? Now, that shit is reminiscent of what? Proving that we were of good moral moral character back in how long ago? I mean, was it before we were even people? Like, <laughs> We was one third a person at one yeah, time, like, and, and improving how, how that. Are we, how are we the ones you question of our moral character when you telling me I'm not even a person? Like, check yourself. Like, so it was it was in things like, like that where it was like you got to work double hard right. because already I'm from the inner city. Already, my station that I inherited was one of poverty. Mm-hmm. Coming from the projects, limited background is just I was fortunate and I was blessed to have a mom's who went extremely hard in teaching me you will be able to fend for yourself. Mm-hmm. You know, you will be of substance and of education. It's just that I got attracted to the streets. I got attracted to that fast money because I didn't want to be in poverty. So what what always propelled me was, one, I would never be like my father. And I used to say that in ignorance, you know. Um, two, I hated to see how hard my moms used to struggle to just provide for myself and then myself and my sister and her. She was she was like, I'm not doing welfare. I'm working and I'm working hard. 
And in that, she was away all the time, but she presented this image to me of womanhood and what she prepared me as a man and in having to deal with women in womanhood. My daughter in female childhood. Right. Like you got to see it early and you respected it early. So with that respect, you're able to accept a lot of things and like grow with it, it seems like. Yeah. Like you know you do really you connect with everybody from what i see like i don't see you only connecting with women or only connecting with men like you are able to relate to everybody probably because of this respect for your mom like that's where it started yeah my mom (laughs) hey mommy shout out to you (laughs) so okay so basically like growing up with who else was in the house was there other women brothers Nah, I mean, um, so for my mother, I only have one sister. Okay. You know, and her name is Tatty Hill, my right, for um, a middle name, Donovette. Um, everything that prepared me, for the most part, in the house, you know, it was, first and foremost, it was my mother, you know. And it was myself and my mother for a long time. Um, whenever times got hard, we would go over to my nana house, and we would stay with my my grandmother and it you know i so i saw nana i saw my i saw my moms i saw my aunt tony i saw my aunt marianne like i saw these women who were strong in and of themselves you know what i mean and what they instilled in us of what to be like as a man and what to expect from a woman you know and in that preparation it was like I don't know. They just showed me so much, like you know. Who was your male role model? Um, I'm gonna say first and foremost, it was my cousin Jermaine. He only like five years older than me, but like from what I could remember to be like, was always like him. You know what I mean? He just dressed fly. He was mad cool. You know what I mean? That was just my my cousin. That was my my big cousin. <laughs> How did he treat women? <laughs> oh God! No, so you had some balance. Nah, nah, nah. He, uh, <laughs> you had some balance in your life. I wonder where it yo, came from. Yo, slow, man. I don't blame nah, you for he, this, but um, it's starting to make sense. It's <laughs> all starting to make sense. Nah. <laughs> don't let, don't let Joe, uh, nice persona. Ooh, Joe. <laughs> nah, but I learned game. You know what I mean? Yeah, you like, did. I, I had you to learn to game. With uh, these women. I I learned that I had a child. I didn't put it not for nothing. Word, I didn't know for a long time. I really thought I was ugly, like on some G shit. Like I think we all go through that. Nah, but this for me, this shit was like I used to grow up hearing from my mom's, from her friends. Oh, he's so handsome, and I used to be like, what? They bugging. Like Arabia just told me I was ugly. <laughs> I remember, I remember sending a note to this girl, right? Would you be my girlfriend? Yes, no, maybe. On the little right? checkbox? Word up. <laughs> Yo, she came up to me and she gave me the note back. She was like, you got to have a J-O-B if you want to be with me. I was like, oh, shit. Yo, I was like, I think I was, I think we was like nine, ten or some shit like that. Who was she under? Yo, but that's what I'm saying. Like A job at nine. But yo, this was, this was what a girl came at me with. At a young age, from, that's from crazy. early, so then it was like to me they telling me I'm ugly, right? And that's right. just kids. As as we grow and learn, we know that kids are kids. But on one hand, I got 
my contemporaries telling me, ew, you ugly. Oh, shit. And I'm kind of discovering something. That's why they say talk therapy work, y'all. Not for nothing. And this ain't no segue into what I do for a living. But with mental health issues, it's like, don't think if somebody tell you you got mental health issues, it's some stigma that you can't talk about. Mm -mm. Because we all need somebody to talk to. You know what I mean? We do it. Informally, when you're on your phone, when you're on the phone with your man, or you're on the phone with your girlfriend, and you just you're running through all your problems, it's just in therapy you talking to somebody who's been trained to help you, to help guide you, and let and, you hear it. Let yeah, you, let, let you, you hear it for yourself. Yeah. Word within an unbiased, unrestrained, so to speak, environment for you to let go, to get to the root of what's really going on with you. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? I'm not saying some people don't need medication to help balance things out, you know, because if somebody has a terminal illness, you may need a certain medical, right. you know what I mean? Or you need something to help. Cause you know, I, I, I like, I like wellness stuff too. So it's like, yeah, sometimes pills might be the option you want to take, but I think people also need to realize that you have to, Medicate with other stuff too, like meditation, right, 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 and exercise, exercise. And, eating and the right. food you eating, yeah, and what you how you your live spirit. in your environment, right? Facts. What you take in, like all this stuff, it, it relates back to your wellness. And if you always surrounding yourself with chaos and just craziness, that's all you gonna be. Like that fast pace, yeah. like you gotta balance. So I'm, 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 I, I agree. Or that's so true. I'm just discovering something, and that's why I'm bringing up the, the like the the, 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 the plug for or the little light bulb just came off on me for something. So I say about the you know the mental health thing because we all need therapy, and and me just talking, I myself just d- discovered something, and is that I always wonder why I always like older women, mm-hmm. like in my life. I, I'm married to somebody that's younger than me, but I've always been attracted to older women. And this is what's just in us talking about it, about the childhood and like my first interactions with women. The girls my age told me I was ugly. Mm-hmm. The girls my age told me that I had to have monetary worth or value to be considered by them. The women older than me, the the women who were older than me just always thought I was so handsome and so cute. I felt like that happened to me, too, though. Like when I was Older younger, dudes? <clears throat> first of all, it was everybody. Like oh, wow. I have these these big eyes, weird. right? And as a little kid, you know, when there's something different about you, everybody points it out. But okay. you little, so they gonna talk about it rather than being like, "Oh my god, you're so pretty." Like they're like, "Oh, big eyes." Talking like t- the names that came, all oh, the names that came up with me. It's embarrassing. Uh, I'm not gonna repeat it. <laughs> I'm not gonna repeat it. But um, like they would say the same things. Ugly, ugly, ugly. Right. So I was like, whatever, like, I started to just block it out, like, I don't care, I'm not attracted to people, I'm not gonna pay attention to it. Mm. But then I'm out, and then people are like, oh, she's so pretty, look at those eyes, like, she has such pretty eyes, and I'm like, what? Like, they're saying they're ugly, why are you lying? Like, stop playing with me. Like, I thought they was just because they're adults, they just trying to say stuff. Then as I got older, it was like, I connected more with older people, like, they have a different respect for you rather than the people my age or the people younger than me, like, they just, they don't like different at that time. It's like they go right. with the flow. They they can't, right. they're not mature enough to see past certain things and to find what's attracted to them yet. So, 
I think I have the same weird. I'm listening to you. You making me spill too. <laughs> well, <laughs> and you do have beautiful eyes. Thank you. You're welcome. I'm trying to accept this in my life. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah. So like this woman thing. Like the reason why I want to go so in depth about it is because I was reading stories about women in the states, women on the other side of the world that they don't have some of these people don't have respect this respect this bond with men like men don't see them as equal or they don't just appreciate what they're going through like in afghanistan afghanistan like the the men they're praised they have parties when they get circumcised parties <laughs> like they celebrate the circumcision but a woman, if she has her period, she can't even talk about it. Like, she doesn't clean herself because she doesn't really understand what's going on with her body. Nobody's really telling her that she uses rags that she only cleans once a day. Like, crazy stuff, getting infections, like, because they're not accepted. And I just, like, so I, I want to open up the conversation. This is why I'm trying to have men on the show. Because it's like, we have to be examples and if it is, if the respect is there, like, you could show that it could be a mutual bond, like how you, you've done in your life. True. Um, you know, that's tough. It's even, so I was at work the other day, and I was talk, talking to my coworker as well as my supervisor. My supervisor is a female. Mm -hmm. And my coworker, um, he's a guy born in Haiti, you know, came over here very young, and He's, you know, he's just doing the damn thing, you know? And he's younger than me. Oh, he like you? So, yeah, he, he kind of inspiring me, you know? But um, I was telling him how I was being prepared by you for this podcast, mm -hmm. right? And I told him the topic, and he was like, oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> I, I, I got that a couple times that. too because I asked other people to this. And so I'm I'm looking at him and I'm like I said yo son so you mean to tell me like you wouldn't have that talk with your daughter about just her body about sex about you know what I mean her cycle about just what she's gonna go what through what she's going like, through you know it's gonna happen and he was like no 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 her mother will take care of that and so I guess you know, something to that effect. But it's like, maybe he was joking. Maybe he wasn't. I'm open about, I talked to my daughter about, like my daughter sent me out to get her pam, her um her pads. So did you guys have a, a pre-talk? Like before Not she had even. a, a period? I think it, nah, see, because her first period, mind you, I was still in prison when she had it. So this is a lot she went through with her moms, but... I was fortunate that my mother used to make it her business to get my daughter often. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? And my mother had this thing where, you know what I mean? Because my little sister is nine years young, younger than me. Okay. So my mother went through this and preparing my younger sister and raising her for womanhood, but remembering her experiences and what she felt or perceived was wrong and try to improve on that and and, and raising yeah, my sister. Yeah, the younger ones always get it easier. <laughs> yeah, like your well, daughter benefited because of your, your, your younger sister. I have two younger sisters, and it's like, hmm, yeah. yeah. Like, I took I took so much, and then they just they just coasting on my good vibes. Like, <laughs> <laughs> now, because now I'm cool, because now it looks cool, like, where I'm at now. 
but I used to get my butt punished for some stuff yeah. that they didn't even have to go through. Like she ain't my, my little sister. I don't even think she never even had a beating <laughs> like my mom. Oh, I wish. So she had it <laughs> way different. But it, you know, it was different era. You 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 learn as you grow. Not even all of it was beating. I had sure. to do squats. I had to. My mom made me. Do, I got twenty demerits one time. Twenty minutes squats. Hmm. I was like twelve. No, oh, eleven man. maybe. I was like shaking. Like, I was like, "Mommy, why are you doing this to me?" <laughs> they used to make me hold my arms out. Like I used to get all kind. Of, that's why I was so strong. Like yeah. Tina Turner arms, like because wow. of them. Like, thank you. You know, I I, I got scholarships from this, but yeah. <laughs> it hurt. <laughs> but yeah. So okay. So your mom used to have your daughter a lot. And what she used to tell you, she was having her period or something? Nah, she would, like, my mother would have those talks with my daughter about her body, you know, Mm -hmm. not taking it for granted that, well, because your mom's is there and you live with your mother, your mother's going to be telling you this. Mm -hmm. You know, she's not assuming anything. She's going to be like, listen, baby, you know, this is, yeah, this is what's getting ready to happen when you go through this. This is what you use. This is what you do. You know, sometimes my mom's be calling me now that my daughter lives with me, and she's like, "Did you you do you have enough pads for her? Did you did you get her some?" I was gonna ask you if you have stuff for people. Oh yeah. Okay, that's good. Yeah, I just went and she, matter of fact, I told you she just called me the other night. It was like, "Daddy, I need you to give me some pads." Oh, so you get like bulk? Yeah, that's I good. try to buy them in bulk. I be in there. It's crazy. You should see me in the aisle because I be trying to not only bargain shop, but I'm trying to see like. What's the correct size for her? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Because sometimes she can't articulate herself what exactly it is that she needs. Okay. So I'm in there com- comparing brands and. So that's that's good because that's this is why I'm trying to do the workshops around too, because I want they the company that I'm paired with, be prepared period project. They also have like first period kids they have um just starter kits that kind of have a little bit of everything in there mm-hmm. so that they could try and understand it and i wanted to have workshops to explain the different stuff so that like your daughter because it is kind of confusing like and not everybody likes the same thing like my sister she only wears pads mm-hmm. um like i'm a little bit more open but i don't like tampon i don't like there's some stuff that's weird for me um i don't uh. go there but i'm willing to do something that not everybody else wants to do, which is the cup. And so, like, there's a whole array of things, and I want to be able to explain them. But if she wants to, she can look at the website. I'll give you the cards and stuff. Okay. But the website is tinyurl.com slash project, And, like, it has, like, all the different ones. And hopefully they have some videos. But if not, I'll make sure to make some. All right. But, yeah. That's what's up. <laughs> you, be in the, <laughs> you be in the house. You should, like... You should record that for me. Nah, nah, nah. <laughs> no? No. They don't like going shopping with me. It's crazy because it's like I'm the one, when I go shopping, and it's something my mom's just taught me. Like, she literally, I be checking expiration dates. I be looking at the weight to the price. Mm-hmm. I be looking at what's what's the best brand. Is it the name brand or is it the store brand? So you be what's the, the one ingredients that's, that's like, let me get my ruler out. This is not really. You trying to jip me. <laughs> you that guy, right? Yeah, that's four and three quarters. Nah, son. I want, all <laughs> right. I want that one and a quarter. Let me get that. No, that's, yeah, one that's and a quarter. That's you, right? Yeah. That's you. 
Why not? If I'm paying for, if exactly. I'm paying for the six inches, I want the damn six inches. Don't try to, and that sound crazy. I ain't it's with that poor shit, but you know what I mean? Like, I want what I'm paying for. Don't try to beat me in my head. I hate when somebody try to rob me without a gun. Like, come on, don't play with Yo, me. Yo, and they be trying it out here in New York. Man, so, when I came out here, the first thing I realized was customer service is whack uh, as fuck out here. Like, nah, you went to the wrong spots. Customer service is popping it, out here. Once you get a relationship with the people. Yeah. Well, but New Yorkers, yeah. you got to build relationships with them. See, they ain't the right New Yorkers. Because, like, the New... Well, I ain't going to say that. Let me let, let me not stereo... Let me not pigeonhole New Yorkers. Well, okay. To be fair, I was at the post office. So, yeah. Post office is... But they still, have the... I mean... Nah, because if I was... Like, I know people who work at the post office, and, like, they just got this... The New York, the New York that I think about is the New York G. The New York, I got game for you. Like I'm a, I'm a come. You gonna come to my window and I'm gonna woo you. You want me to tell you why though? Why? I didn't really get to see that until I went to Brooklyn. Uh, See, See, I was in Harlem first. I was in Harlem first. I respect (laughs) Brooklyn now, man. And like, I'm with, I'm with a Brooklyn dude. Like, Uh, he showed me a different appreciation for it. I get to see the culture and stuff. And then every time he, every time we on the block, he like, oh, over there is da da da. That's where blah 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 happened. And then he like, I get to fit. What? What you mean? Cause that make me seem like, cause you knew me before him, and you know what that means? What? That means that. I ain't show you all that shit. You did not. You talked the talk, but you didn't show me. You didn't show me. I wasn't really in Brooklyn with you like that. To be fair. To be fair. To be fair. And you was out running around doing your thing. Yeah, but... (laughs) I, I was out. I, my, I, I was experienced <laughs> in New York too, like going to parties and going to events and sh- like I was busy. But I did get to go to events in Brooklyn, like at the start. I would go to events in Brooklyn, and yeah. I liked that. Like every time I came out here, it was always mad black people, and it was chill. Yeah, like is. they didn't all have to be wild. Like because sometimes you go to events and people wilding, and you don't always want that True. everywhere, you know. And it was always a balance. Like it was cool. It was, yeah. I, I I got a little ting. But I had to live out here too, though. Yeah. And I went to Flatbush first, and that oof, child. Flatbush. <laughs> we not gonna go there. <laughs> I'm a little traumatized by Flatbush. Uh, but um, <laughs> he mad. But yeah. So, anyways, back on topic. So my baby, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I have, I have that talk. I recently had a talk with my daughter about sex. You know what I mean? And like, I had that talk. I had to initiate that talk, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And in me having that talk, it was like, you know, baby, listen, your body going to go through changes. You're going to be questioning things. You're going to want to experience things. And my thing is that life chess move. Every move is going to have a consequence. It might be pleasurable. It might be painful. But it's going to be one or the other. And you're going to be the one to decide. Like, you at an age now, my daughter 14, I'm like, look, you at an age now where I ain't ain't no in you. You're going to do what you want to do. But in you doing what you want to do, I just want you cognizant of, like, I don't want you doing shit just like, oops, I did it. Like, just flowing through life. You know what I mean? Like, I want you to, I want you to be like, put it up in your head real quick. Like, you do those math problems. Put put that shit up in your head real quick. This act that I'm going to do. It could benefit me like this, like this, like this, or it could cost me 
be li- I could be liable like by this, by this, by this. And then you gotta weigh that shit. Right, which way you and then real it? quick you gotta make a decision. If you gonna roll with the crowd, you gonna experience, you gonna be feeling like you ready, or you gonna say to yourself, Is it gonna put what I'm trying to do at jeopardy for where I'm at right now? And Maybe that's unfair for for it's a fourteen year old to be thinking like that, but it's not. I, I'm preparing I wish, her. I wish that I had a little bit more of that in my life, and at an earlier age. Like <clears throat> I feel like my mom felt like if she ignores some stuff, it'll never happen. <laughs> or not that it would never happen. It just it wasn't happening for her. I don't. I don't know. Like I don't. <laughs> I don't know how to explain it. I don't. I don't know what it. I don't know what it is. Yeah. But um, Women. she just. Like I, I told my sister, like she, the sex talk was an X and a Y chromosome come together. Like it was the baby science oh, nah. part. Like I didn't really get the depth. My dad didn't tell me either until I was like, maybe twenty one. And well, I'm I like, drilled, this is- I drilled her. I was like, you tell me, tell me what could happen when people. I said, yo, you know about sex? She was like, yeah. I said, tell me what it is. So she looked at me. She gave me that look. <laughs> she gave me that look. Like, hold up. <laughs> and then they, they it was crazy because they say my daughter make facial expressions like I make. Like she acts she just like of me. Of course she does. So, so when I get a question, I'd be like, "What? I'd be like, what you, what you asking me? What? You see her face, so you know yeah. she's making her face." So you like, ah, I so know what you're thinking. I, I got to pause because I'm like, yo, I can't handle this. Like with the, mm-hmm. like I don't even, I can't even put that in, in, into words. But it's like, like how I am with my son right now, even at one and a half, I'm mad. I'm kind of stern. Uh-huh. We play. We play. I'm super fun. I growl with you. You know what I mean? Like we, we have a ball. When I tell you to do something. Yo, little man, come here. Dude, come here. Like, then he look like my voice. Oh, all right, look, daddy not playing. Let me get over here. You know what I mean? With her at this age, I can't do that no more. Mm, you can't, though. Like, my dad used to have to check me sometimes. Yeah, I You know, I do. some people, you could be like, who who going to check me, boo? Not your parents, especially not your daddy. Because especially as a girl, especially as a uh, only child at one point, like, me and her have similar only thing is she got um siblings way later than me but i'm my dad's only kid so i'm a little spoiled (laughs) (laughs) i'm gonna keep it real i'm a little spoiled and there's some things that i probably could get away with that other people couldn't and there was times that my dad was like who the fuck (laughs) do you think you are because i would you know oh nah yeah not 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 crazy not crazy like but you know uh, yeah, but not on the day to day, like, because oh, no. there are those times, like, we, we, right now she's on punishment, about to get off punishment. You know what I mean? Because okay. she, she played herself with an attitude, <laughs> got fly out her mouth, you and yourself. yeah, um, but um, and like overall, there's gonna be times where she gonna try to g me that she at school and she been doing so so good in school, may not be in school, may be, you know what I mean? decided to go skip might want to go experiment and like see what this is about i see it in movies i i know my mom's do it i know 
I like I hear my my friend that's super fast. She say she did it already. I, I want to know what this is like. I like this dude. He talking that talk. He talking about he talking about he love me. He talking that talk. You know what I mean? Like I'm preparing her to hear dudes. She might not though. I didn't do it at all in high school. Well, that's that's good. It didn't interest I mean? me. That's and good. people talk to people since middle school have been talking about it. Like, I just don't oh, want to I take that for granted. Da, 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 da. And it was this this long. And I'd be like, who? 69, what? Like, that's, I was like, I don't, mm-mm. Like, I always knew, like, when I get to this age, I'm going to be this age. Like, I'm, I've always been the type of person to live in my age. Don't get me wrong. I was ready. But I was like, no, no, not yet. Like, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to live in this. So, she she might not. But at least you having to talk. Like, at yeah. least you talk to her about her periods. At least you talk to her about sex because this is important. Like, this is what so many people all over the world do not get sometimes. and Or they have to look to other people to get it. They can't even look within their own family. And that's crazy when you have to do that sometimes, especially with sex, because you see where that can go. Like, you can get crazy with it. Wow. Like, and that's unhealthy. Got to take care of your body. Yeah, especially at a young age. You know what I mean? Like, the, the habits that you develop early in life are going to be the habits that's going to sustain you. And they're going to either... We did not plug that you're a personal trainer. Oh. What are we doing? <laughs> like, we talk about nah. bodies. We talking about taking care of yourself. Like, this all ties in. Like, do you want to plug your personal training? Nah, not right not now. Not yet? Nah, I got to I gotta, I gotta oh. step my game back up. I fell off. I've been doing so many different things, Ash. Like, it's been so much. Like... I'm a New Yorker from Brooklyn, you know what I mean? So for me, it's always been about the hustle. Like, I don't want to be poor. I saw my moms work too damn hard to be poor, you know what I mean? But now as an adult, I get it. If you ain't from privilege where you was born into money or you have that social capital, the people, the right people to know that could plug you into getting that right type of capital, you know what I mean, to have that break. Mm-hmm. Like, you got to work hard to get somewhere to get up out of poverty in this world, in this mm-hmm. country, let alone, you know what I mm-hmm. mean? We see a lot of people get in positions just because of who they know. So, so we already know that, like, that's privilege right there. Like. So it's like working hard comes second. Now, not not even comes second to me. Like, working double hard, always being on the grind, you know what I mean? Like, I work full-time. As a social worker in in the hospital in the in the mobile crisis unit, yeah, you know what I mean. I work part time in a high school at um Franklin Franklin K Lane at Brooklyn Lab, and I run a young men's empowerment group. And you Uber. And you know what I mean. And I drive Uber. I almost caught up with you though. I almost caught up with you. So you know, I'm like, I'm trying to. Now, this pulls me away from my family a lot, and it's, you know, that much harder having my daughter now yeah, living in the house with that? me. But it's like I try to I try to make time, like the little time that I do have, I try to make for them. You know what I mean? That's why I referenced that letter. Like, you ain't, you ain't watched the joint on Facebook Live? I don't really be on Facebook, but I'll go back. I'll look. Yo, you got to look You got to play it for me, maybe. Maybe, maybe, uh, maybe I'll do a part two and uh, bring, maybe bring some more people or we can go deeper. Yeah, man, I let him. Man, that little broke me down. Word the mother, like she was just yo. But what it said to me was that listening to my mom's, you know, being humble, being persistent, like that shit worked. Mm-hmm. 
like my daughter don't see me as no piece of shit or whatever she might have heard about me in my absence. You know what I mean? Like, and sometimes we had that talk, and I'd be like, yo, I know you probably heard through Because I ain't asking her for, like, I, don't, I ain't trying to put her on a spot to have to choose between her moms and me and no shit like that. You know what I mean? I don't want, she don't got to choose. Like, mm-hmm. in an ideal world, everything will be perfect, even in this imperfection. Yeah, I feel like, like that's how I am. Like, I, I've learned some stuff about my dad recently that it don't change nothing. Like, I have a bond with him. Like, that's right. my dad. Like, nobody can come in and tell me nothing because... Like, that's not who, even if, and sometimes, and maybe I'm just mature enough to know, too, that one instance or some instances or some parts of your life do not fully define you as a person. And, like, your daughter obviously is getting that, but it seemed like your family got a whole bunch of respect flowing through it. Like, it's it's a trait. It's a good (laughs) trait. Yeah, my people's go hard, you know? (laughs) So. Love, period. <laughs> 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 hey. So. Okay. But, um, so yeah, so what about your sister? What kind of role does she play in your daughter's life? Um, or your wife, know, even? I mean, right now, with, with my daughter living with me, my, my wife, you know, she's, they're together more. You know, um, she's still her mother just went up to the school to see her. Like, you know, they hang out. They was together over the weekend. Um, But I guess she's seeing, although she saw my mom's, you know, her mom's. Now she's seeing my wife and then also my sister, her aunt. And she's like, there were different types of women, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. But on my own, my daughter got a weird ass style. Like my daughter is, like who? But, who would you compare it to? No, Nobody. none of them. Who? Who? What bracket then? What genre? She's literally like a little bit her own. Her hair. She into makeup. Okay. Like, but she nice with it, doing it. Uh huh. And I, I be telling her like, baby, Maybe you know, you gotta. No, I'm on some on some G. Like, yeah, look, we a plugger. I'm dead serious. Yeah. That little I got girl. Neck ne- network. We got a network. Yeah, man, my my daughter is nice with the makeup tip. I mean, she only fourteen. She ain't go to That's cosmetology cool. school That's or nothing cool. like that. But you know, she got a knack for it. Um, so my mom's is on this tip, finding out what's the niche of 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 the child. It's like the equation of the arrow, the archer. You know what I mean? You you aim them in the direction that you think, not you think. You aim them in the in the direction that they want to go, that they're gonna naturally go towards. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? You just help to build it up. Yeah. Like, really put energy into it. So it's like, it. it's like seeing what their natural bents are, so to speak. What are their natural talents? And mm-hmm. hers has always been like drawing. Like I remember, I remember one time my mom sent me in, in a big Manila envelope. My daughter made a coloring book, a SpongeBob, and it was like she from watching the cartoons. She was just like watching it, drawing it. And the joint was official. Like, I still got it in the, in the crib. It was like a good comic Did book that she put together. she be making cartoons and stuff? Nah, she she's not. Right now, she's in her, her makeup 14 world. makeup, boys, okay. school, gossip, Snapchat. Because I've always wanted to make a cartoon. Yeah. Oh. I mean, I'm going to plug you. Like, I'm so. telling you, if she go back to that and we come, if our wavelengths come together at the same time with this stuff, then yeah. Yeah. Make that shit. My daughter, nice. You know, my sister into that fashion boutique and all that. She she get nice with that, so. She has a fashion boutique? Um, 
I don't know what my sister be doing. She <laughs> be doing the most. You could have fu- plugged her right now. Well, nah, it's, um, <laughs> oh, snap. Damn. You gotta find out. We can add it to the end. Of th- yeah. So, okay. So, just to plug some stuff real quick to make sure we revisit it. Because we're talking about periods, but we're also talking about women. Because I think, I think you can't really break down why some things are stigmatized and stuff if you don't talk about the experiences that people go through. And, like, the people that they have around them. And it's really important to know that, like, a lot of these women around the world have these issues because of the relationships they have. So we're going to continue talking about this more and more. But follow us uh, at Perky Perspectives on Apple Podcasts and Google Play. We can go Facebook at Love Period Project, Perks of Wellness. And we can go on Instagram with Perky Sexy Cool. And Twitter is the love period pod too. No, it's Perky's pod. Perky pod. <laughs> Perky <laughs> pod. <laughs> uh, Tony underscore Tony Tone. And yeah, so I want you to comment, email me, at me and stuff. Also, I recently saw, I was in a high school and they had free tampons in the bathroom. And I That's took a picture up. of it. And I posted it because I was like, ah, oh, I found one. So if you see any of those, they got them at Brooklyn at Live. Hmm? At Brooklyn Live with the the Henry Street Settlement joint, they got them in right in the office. Okay. They see, like there's there's cash. places that know to do these things, but we're trying to bridge the gap. Like I'm trying to bridge the gap between awareness and access. Like this is really why I want this website. Like I want people to know that there are places to get these things. So yeah. that's why, I like at at me in it, show me where it's at. Like, uh, so I could put it up. Like, we need to know. Uh, so, Brooklyn Lab. Brooklyn Lab. Is that Franklin K Lane? I think it's um, Triple Nine, Jamaica Ave, or something like that. Okay. So, any of the high schools you work at, do you know if they yeah, have any? Yeah, that's the one I'm talking that's about. The one, that's yeah, the same one where you. Yeah. Oh, okay. At Franklin K Lane. It's like, is Franklin K Lane is the big high school or what it used to be known as. Mm-hmm. But in it, each floor yeah, has a, its own down. high school. Yeah. So, it's like. Brooklyn Lab is on the second floor and something else is on the third and you know what I mean? Like that. So but So uh if any of y'all see Joe in the Uber, see y'all not even gonna know what he looked like because we don't oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> good. If any I of y'all here I ain't trying to be known, man. I'm good. Give him a tip. Yeah, definitely, definitely. But let my service speak for itself, you know what I mean? You gonna okay. know when you've been in the whip with me. You gonna have an experience. What you be telling jokes? What you be doing? No, nah, I don't do that. I just I let it naturally take its course. You know what I mean? Oh, they get into the whip, and they be it's a vibe. It's a vibe. It's a vibe. <laughs> Word up. But um, yeah, just you know, stay true to yourself. Don't always think to pay it for it. You know what I mean? Like, do one act of kindness. Do one act of kindness for somebody else that you would have wanted to be done for you. Mm-hmm. Today. Isn't that what Uncle Luke was talking about? Uncle Luke. Uh, um, the BET Awards. Oh, I ain't watched that. I'm only watching. He was just saying that. Well, like that's what's so, up. some for some people, it's really just that opportunity. Somebody coming into where they are to give them that opportunity. I see. Like, yeah, so that's... if you have the opportunity now, be that for somebody else. Definitely. Mm-hmm. They say it's three things that you can never get back once it's gone. You know what I mean? And they say, that's your word, that's time, and opportunity. 
Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So you got to recognize when opportunities present itself to you. Don't be afraid to take a try for stuff. You know what I mean? But always be a th- always be a strategic thinker. How could this one move benefit or harm me? And once you analyze it through whatever decision you make, just live with those consequences. Right. And that's that's being that's in my in my eyes, that's just being responsible. Right. You and that's I mean? being true to you. You gotta know yourself to know how to do that too. Whoa. Right. Peace. So, so yeah. So thank you for coming on my show. And have your daughter reach out to me too. Like when she's ready to visit this what when she's gone through all the hordes and hordes of <laughs> period project. Uh period pot. I can't talk now. Feminine hygiene products that you have in your house. And she can come and she can look and I can show them to her or we can talk about it or I can email her about it. Uh-huh. Or hopefully I have a workshop by then. But, yes, Gotta thank make you for one. coming. Yeah, I'm, I'm definitely doing that. Um, and, yeah, be safe because you're going kind of far. And mm. Or are you probably working? Never mind, you working. So get, get a lot of tips. <laughs> <laughs> Stay awake on the road. No doubt. And thank you, everybody, for listening. Follow us. Please, please, please subscribe and follow. And I'll talk to you next time.